What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. AllGames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast, stay tuned in, follow me. And thank you Romero for that super awesome introduction this weekend, welcome zombies to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 294, where I'm Sean, I am Matt, and I am Ted. And uh, you are the zombies out there. We want to thank you, zombies, no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, and ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat. Mingle with us host here on the show. Mingle with the zombies to send the chat. Or you can actually go to ZombieCast.net and click that live link up top. And all you have to do is enter your name in the, where it says uh, your name. Just uh, enter what you want to be called. So if you want to be... Uh, 
uh, Fluffer, something like that, just write it in. That's what you're going to be here at AllGames.com. Always a filthy pig, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but if you want to hear something, <laughs> join us live on all devices. Car stereos, Amazon Echo, PS4, all gaming consoles, all handhelds, all earhelds. Earhelds. Everywhere. Earhelds, yep. Telephones, actually. Uh, the on new all devices. Apple yep. product earhelds. It is, <laughs> but uh, but on all all those devices, uh, you simply add the tuning app, the tuning app, the free version. You do not need that uh, premium version, just the free version, and add all games radio, and you can you will hear us live no matter where you're at in the world. Uh, I had an incident this week to where I rented a car and actually had the the whole Apple Play system in the new cars, uh, and actually it was kind of nice. Listen, to that it had a big screen, and mine, Matt, and Ted's faces were. Uh, Look pretty spiffy there on the dashboard, but uh, that's on the TuneIn app. Uh, at all games radio for that. Uh, we do want to remind you guys. Oh wait, Ted, you've had two weeks since I've been here, and there's always an extra special place that you can hear ZombieCast. Not only on TuneIn or ZombieCast.net or AllGames.com forward slash live, Ted, but if there's one special place, one that we don't know about, Ted, where can where else can we hear ZombieCast? You can hear ZombieCast sung to you by a pirate on a beach on the Sea of Thieves Twitter. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. That's it. That is very true. And we will oh, get details oh, about this. this. Yeah, on the warm-up segment. So on the warm-up segment, we will be talking about this. That's awesome, Ted. And awesome. I'm happy for you, Matt. And a little Matt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the master of segues, guys. It's a, it's a gift. It yeah. is. It is, Ted. Uh, but we do want to remind you guys to Speaking go to dips. Zombie. Yeah. ZombieResearchSociety.com is where we are the official one and only radio show of the Zombie Research Society. So go over there and browse all those news articles. And in podcast form, you can listen to the, all the feeds and all the episodes of ZombieCast over there on the very front page. So look for uh, the ZombieCast logo. Click play, and you'll hear us in podcast form. Every time you say – every week when you say podcast form, I'm, I, I just want to blurt out Alf's back in pog form. I can't – it's, it's weird. It's like I can't not think it. Yeah, I agree, Ted. I agree. back in pog form. It's a yeah. All you people that don't know. But, uh, but, but to kind of tell somebody, the Zombie Research Society is the founder, was founded by Matt Moak, which Matt Moak used to have the segment on AMC's The Talking Dead, the zombie survival segment. That bald guy with the tattoos. But he's the guy that's always wearing the black jacket with the nice Zombie Research Society. Got a real smooth, shiny head. Yes, very, very shiny. But, you know, he's all tatted up, colored up. In black, sleeves and everything under that. Uh, but but you know the oh, Zombie Research Society is uh, Matt Mocha was the founder of it, and uh, you know he's just stuff to do with the society. But uh, the late and great George Romero, he was on the panel at the society, and then we got Dave Marks, Zombathon, uh, you know all those guys over there, there's doctors and scientists, and everything, and, and it's just a bundle of joy over there. And you, you know what, you can go over there and pay and become. A lifetime member of the society. I think it was like twenty bucks, and a lot of times, you know, they give you stickers or sometimes shirts or all kinds of stuff over there at the society. So be sure to go to zombiesearchsociety.com, and uh, we do want to thank Mr. Matt Moak, George Romero, Zombathon, Dave Marks, and all those guys over there. And while you're over on social media, it's on Facebook and on Twitter. You can like and follow at Zombiecast World. So type at Zombiecast World, one word on both. And our page will pop up, and uh, be sure to spread the word of ZombieCast. Uh, and that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Good fucking lord. <laughs> we, we got a lot in this warm-up segment, but uh, you know, I do want to apologize. If, if, if you did not hear last week's episode, I uploaded it today. I was on vacation all week in New Orleans, New Orleans, NOLA, 
all week, so I was not able to upload last week's episode. I forgot to take my MacBook, and we were at an RV park, and I had no internet. So you forgot uh, to take an Apple product. I don't. Nah, I nah. had Apple. I, uh, I call shenanigans. That's not true. The MacBook. Uh, I, t- I had no internet. I couldn't do it. Uh, but you know, we got a lot to talk about on the warm-up segment later in the show. Ted's got a movie to talk about. Oh uh, yeah, I've got a movie to talk about. We're getting ready to talk about The Walking Dead, but. I had, I had a really great week this week, guys, and a lot of times the zombies out there, you know, they like following the paths of me and Matt and Ted and, and things that we do in, in our off time uh, with yeah. Matt Matt with his games and voice acting and Ted uh, with, with his animation and, uh, you know, just our, our personal lives in general. But uh, this week, <laughs> they do. we went our, on our personal lives. They're, they're invested yeah. in our personal lives. Ted. I am. I'm invested in yours. But, uh, but this week, you know, we, we hit the road. Last year, we went to uh, Mardi Gras down in New Orleans, and it was just too crowded to really do anything. So the kids were kind of like, you know what? We want to go back with the Bush family. You know, President Bush, you know, <laughs> Big Bush, Little Bush. That They're all 80s yeah. styles Bush people. Was Jeb you know, there? I mean, it, yeah, yeah, Jeb was there, and uh, Jessica, and JoJo, and uh, uh, Jeremiah Bush, and, and, and all those guys. Uh, but uh, the Bush family is, is great people. But, you know, we went down there. We started off in Atlanta. We, we, we went in, and we caught uh, – the Braves and the uh, Nationals game. Uh, we actually went to Wahlburgers. My kids, you know, this is kind of on our bucket list. We've always wanted to eat at Wahlburgers. So we went there to Mark Wahlberg's restaurant. Uh, Donnie and his family. Whoa, 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 I didn't even know this. Wahlburgers is actually the, the Wahlberg's restaurant? Yeah, that you, you've never watched that. We love the TV show. Is that is that is that a national chain or is that an Atlanta only thing? No, no, it's a national chain. It started up in Boston, up in New England. Uh, But there's one at the new Braves Stadium, and then they're they said that they were building one in downtown Atlanta for people that's not actually going to the games. But but you know we watch we've seen every episode of the Wahlburgers, and the Wahlburgers is about this burger restaurant. And how they, they open them up all over you. Know, and they're getting big like Hard Rock Cafe. Like you can get a Wahlburger shirt that says Atlanta or Orlando or Myrtle Beach yeah. or New York and stuff like that. But uh, but we got to go there. And uh, we love that. And then, uh, you know, the next day we, or after we went to Wahlburgers, we went and we got a hotel room in Sonoy, Georgia. And I uh, spent a whole day there kind of browsing around and uh, really getting past security and getting to see some behind-the-scenes stuff there in uh, Alexandria and Woodbury. And, you know, I, I was wondering if Alexandria was gone, but th- that they had burned it up. But, you know, they were building building new set stuff. So I, I guess maybe they're going back to Alexandria. The church is being converted into some new building. But, you know, if they were doing Alexandria... Like a new set then, yeah. Yeah, but if, the, you know, if they were seriously done with Alexandria, I think from things that we read in the past about how some of the locals are... Kind of like a sore thumb with the place. It seems like maybe they would take, you know, the walls of Alexandria down. But I mean, there's still no attempt. Maybe. Well, I've always had the theory that, that you know they're gonna that that cell that Morgan built that has never come into play in the plot ever. Right. Um, was gonna be a payoff because they're gonna throw Negan in the cell, and I've always said that. So maybe that's what it's maybe that's where it's leading. Maybe they are gonna try to rebuild Alexandria. In something, because I, I, I'd be very shocked if that's not where he ends up, because they built that cell, and the whole point of the cell was right. we don't have to kill people, Rick, and that's sort of where it's leading with Negan. We don't have to kill Negan. You know, we can just figure something out. So if he doesn't go into that cell, I'm going to be pretty shocked. And that's yeah. in Alexandria. Right, right. Well, well you know, if, you know, you know, Matt, Ted, when we're down there, we never listen to signs. And there's, there's a difference 
between no trespassing <laughs> and no persons beyond this point. Yeah, I was about to ask. Uh, one Sean, is breaking is there, the law. Sean, is, is there the a is there a security guard with his neck broken, rotting in some bushes somewhere right now? <laughs> Did you like Sam yeah. Fisher, that poor security guard that's always down there that we've all run afoul of? I double drop kicked him by myself. You though. solid snaked him. Do you one of those like splits yeah. on the rafters and you're just watching him pass by and then you jump yeah, on his you, back? Yeah, do you like the Van Damme and Cyborg where you're doing a split and he walked underneath you and you were like, ha! and you cut him in half of the sword? <laughs> I did, I did, I did. Uh, but, but, you know, <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. We were standing there and, and taking pictures like we always do of Alexandria. You know, we, I went there at nighttime and actually drove up, drove up to the gates of Alexandria and kind of told the security guy, oh, you know what, I need to turn around. Oh, yeah, yeah, you turn around right here. But you know what? I was right there at the gates of Alexandria, and I posted a picture the night before. We were right there. You know, the sliding gate was right there and all the stuff. Uh, so the next day, we went and ate at Nick and Norman's, which was really good food. Uh, and, and, you know, it's 12 bucks ish You know, I've heard people talk about how expensive it was. But for me, 12 bucks per person, it's not too bad. It's kind of cheap, I think. Uh, but, you know, I was expecting maybe like 30 and $40 prices. But, uh, you know, it's just like per eating uh, a crazy town. Yeah, but, but you know, twelve bucks for a plate, you know, a big burger, and, you know, and it's like, uh, it's like the red, white, and blue burger, like you were talking about, Matt. Those size burgers, oh, like the Hard yeah. Rock Cafe, for twelve bucks for a My big dream plate, burger. Like that. nice dip, sweet tea is, uh, yeah, that's your dream burger. Uh, but we went and ate there, but you know, we were standing down at the gates of Alexandria, and they and they opened them up, opened up the side gates, and uh, there mm. was people coming and going, and you know, I kind of look like some of the workers, you know, I got the long hair and. I got the beard, and you know I've got uh, the black chucks on, and the army shorts, and all that, you know, and and uh, you know I just kind of uh, made my way through there, man, and actually got in there to see uh like Hold the black. Angie yep. and your kids do not look like they work for the crew. So how did you sneak them in? Uh, I, I I got through there uh, <laughs> on this one time, and 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 I've got a lens. I think I, I literally paid six hundred dollars for this lens for our Nikon camera. So really, I could be a half a mile away, and it looks like I'm right at you. But uh, but I was able to get in, and uh, you know when I, when I walked in, there was the staircase, the ladder, and, and the stand to where Carl had gave his last speech. And you know Maggie's always there, and you know just just seeing the wood and the stand That's all for cool. me, yeah, for sure, kind of kind of cool, kind of mind blowing for me. Yeah, and. Uh, did you get to go into the houses? Because I saw you're at the like the the pudding house. No, we just kind of walked up the it, but 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 we actually walked the perimeter of right. Alexandria, and uh, you know that kind of got a little closer than what we were. Uh, you know that they've got peepholes where security looks out, and and we caught them at lunchtime. Uh, so you know we snuck up uh, on the back side of the gates and, and actually took a lot of photographs under the gates, and then through the peepholes where the security, I guess, kind of. <laughs> Make sure nobody's looking, and uh, got to see all in there, dude. And it was really, really neat looking in, inside the gates of Alexandria of the unmowed lawns, uh, you know, the way that they haven't sprayed the cracks in the asphalt, and the way, you know, just the worn and torn look of the zombie apocalypse. So, you know, I've seen pictures of when they're filming, like, whenever they were in Woodbury, and they had the rail cars there and the trash thrown everywhere. Uh, but, you know, whenever you're looking at the outside of the gates of Alexandria, yeah, you know, they don't mow a little bit. But to be able to take a peek inside those gates, it was kind of mind-blowing and really exciting for me to kind of see that's really The Walking Dead right, right there. So, yeah, you're right there. Really, that's pretty cool. 
I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, all I learned here is that Sean uh, broke the law and trespassed. That's basically all I learned here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I will never pass a no trespass sign. And there are some there that says no trespassing, Ted. But if they say no persons, <laughs> no persons beyond this point, you're breaking no law. And how do you a, interpret that? Well, <laughs> how, how, how do you – <laughs> to trespass is to break the law. To walk past a line that says, "Hey, no people beyond this point." They what? can't person to turn beyond around. this point. I wonder what persons are they talking about? It could be. How did you read that as not trespassing? My middle name's do not come here. Believe it or not, it, it, it's a fine line. <laughs> that you know, you know, it, it's it's because it, it said no persons. That, that I learned. He didn't say that, no dippers, so he thought he could pass. Oh yeah, fair I, enough. Whenever I was young, my grandmother lived in the country, and they had tons of cows, and there were always these hunters that would come on the land, and they, they would put out, uh, you know, no, no persons beyond this point, and the people would walk past and walk past. And I learned back then that there's a fine line of saying that and then putting a sign up that says posted or a sign that says no trespassing. Those are actual laws. That are being broken, but no people beyond this point and all that. It's all in the wording, but but I, I just remember <laughs> it as a kid. And once my grandparents put up, no stealing. Note, please don't yeah. take things. Ah, uh, there's a fine line between no stealing and please say don't no take stealing. things. <laughs> no, nowhere in the Constitution <laughs> does it say stealing. Yeah. Does it say taking things? It's a crime. It's a stealing. <laughs> yeah, but believe it or not, once my grandparents Love put up no, no trespassing signs, those people were breaking the law. And the law did interact. So is, is, is this like a sign that says, uh, please do not strangle person until life leaves their body? <laughs> it didn't say no murder. It didn't say and no know, choking. And I know it sounds dumb, but, but it's, it's true. I it's don't true. think it would have held. You know it wouldn't have held up in a court law. I'm glad you did it. We got a great story yeah. out of it. Let's yeah. not pretend you didn't trust that. But you remember you know, the first time me and Matt went down Those there. kids have a record now. Yeah. But the first time me, me and you, Matt, we went down to Alexandria and Woodbury. They were building the set down the train tracks to where, if you remember when Maggie was looking for Glenn and there was a big train tunnel. Mm-hmm. Well, they were building that big train tunnel, which was Hollywooded up. But they had signs that. that said, yeah, they said no people beyond this point. And the security guard, what did he tell us? Hey, y'all need to come back. And that, you know, but I think if there was no trespass sign, they actually could have pressed charges against it. But you remember uh, that me and you done that. We walked, you know, we ignored those signs when it said no people beyond this point. But we got the picture. You know what I'm saying? We got what we want. Whatever helps you sleep night. But I think uh, I think it's awesome you went because we got some really good pictures of it and people can see that on your uh, your Facebook there. Yeah, yeah, but but that was kind of cool. And then yeah, we were talking about karma. You know, I try to be good to people. You try to be good to people, Matt. And, I try to and, keep with laws and not trespass when people tell me. <laughs> but uh. But we went down to New Orleans after that, and uh, you know we, we were at an RV park, and uh, you know we rented an RV. We didn't drive the RV. We were like, you know, we, we paid, and they delivered and set it up. So when we got to New Orleans, there was uh, you know like like three sets of bunk beds, two king beds. It was a gigantic RV, and me and the Bush family, we stayed in this RV park, uh, and it, it was really, really, really nice, and you know. Once we got there, we set up, put up a couple of tents uh, for the kids to have shade and kind of store stuff. And the and the Bush uh, adults actually stayed in a tent uh, every night to uh, give up their beds for their Laura, kids. George and W. RV. and Laura stayed there. The Bush adults. What about what about 
What about Barbara and George H.W.? Where'd they stay? Well, he, he was he was gra- he, yeah, he was grabbing uh, butts. Yeah, he does. He does like to grab some butts. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but 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 we set up the RV park and we walked over to the beach there uh, in New Orleans. Uh, actually, we were across the way from New Orleans uh, where we were staying at, and uh, there was uh, all these white trucks everywhere. And I was like, "Wow, man, that's crazy!" And I asked the lady. There was a lady sitting there, and I was like, "Man, there's literally." 2018 wheelers here that are pure white and i and i know we we've been there on the sets of the walking dead and you know every everything's white like like there's campers and trailers and stuff like that i was like man it looks like they're filming something i was like man uh you know it was lay sitting uh there by all the trucks i was like are they filming something here and she said yeah they're some kind of commercial they're filming i i don't know and and i got to look and and it says CBS Studios, property of CBS Studios on all, all the trucks. Uh, so, I, you know, there was this – we walked further to the beach, and there was a lady fixing some lighting. And I was like – I was like, this is – I asked the lady down there. She said you guys are doing some kind of low-beat uh, commercial. But what, what are you guys doing? She's like, oh, no, no, we're, we're CBS Studios, and uh, we are doing a pilot episode for the CW, helping those guys out. And it's called Skinny Dip, and uh, the <laughs> chick from uh, Parks and Rec was there, uh, three or four big celebrities. Uh, and so we got to watch them film off and on all through the week every time we went down to the beach. But uh, I've never watched Parks and Rec, but I, I know my dad loves that show. But it was the blonde chick from that. Uh, and, and Oh, um, Leslie yeah. Nope, or what's her face? Yeah, yep. Leslie uh, Nope? Yeah. Uh, so, so she was there all week, uh, in, in our campground. Might have gotten uh, exclusive. I've never even heard of this show. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, not, they were doing a pilot episode, uh, to send off to the CW, but it's being made by CBS. So mm-hmm. I, I guess they make smaller shows for other networks. Uh, but you know, it was, it was neat being there all week, you know, watching them film this stuff, literally kind of on the set, you know, I mean, they were right there. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, one night we decided to go to, uh, Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of date night. It was our anniversary this week. So we, we went down there and I kept seeing all these black cars and, and you know, and, and this black car would go by and it, it would say WWE on it and property of WWE on the side of this truck and that. And I was like, damn, must be wrestling here this week or something. <laughs> So I posted a picture of one of these trucks, and everybody's like, oh, man, WrestleMania Sunday. That's, you know, uh, Gabe Onslaught told me, he's like, man, this is like the Super Bowl of all sports for wrestling is WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so one of the trucks pulled up, and, and all these people was looking in, and they're like, there he is, there he is. So, I, you know, I was literally up front. You, you tell about the picture, you know, there was nobody in front of me. Uh, and I was standing there with a cop, and I was like, who's in there? And he's like, man, I don't know, man. We just got to guard this guy. Uh, and then uh, this wrestler got out and ran through the crowd, and they sucked him away. Uh, so me and Freeman Mommy just – everybody it just kind of died down. So me and Freeman Mommy started walking, and uh, we noticed that there were a lot of people in this one bar. So I walked up, and I was kind of looking through the window, and uh, there was a guard there. And uh, I, I was like, man, I think the wrestler went in there. I was like, but there's no way you could get in there. So I just pulled out my ID and showed it to the guy, and he's like, all right, a couple more. Y'all come on in. So was, like, he, was he like Sean Freeman? Well, of course you yeah, can come in. Yeah, yeah. You don't but, even have uh, to but, ask, sir. Right. But he was like, come on in. Come on in. We'll let a couple more in. Don't have me, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you. Just don't have me fired, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we went into this party, and it was like a party for the wrestlers for WrestleMania. 
And somehow we were the last couple of people that happened to show our ID and they let us in. So, I, you know, I put out all these videos of uh, someone playing guitars. Uh, I, Who was there? What wrestlers were there? Uh, I, I Hold on. There was some uh, – it, it wasn't like a John Cena or nothing like that. Did you see the videos that I posted? Uh, you posted like 3,000 things in the last week. It might have been one of those. So was, do you watch wrestling now? Dallas Page, was he there? Uh, I know. I was pretty – Big into the wrestling scene a little. What while about back. the junkyard dog? Was he there? <laughs> I think he's dead. I think he's dead. What's, uh, golden. What's his name? Gold Dust. Was he there? Gold, Gold Dust. Dust. What about uh, what's that? Hick Hogan. Was he there? Hick Hogan. Oh, I'm trying to find Undertaker? his video. The the yeah. over to the oh, the underachiever. What's the what's Undertaker? <laughs> okay, Matt, I'm I'm sending the you over giver in chat. Can you see this? He plays guitar. The one that's what, about, on what, about Stone, what about Stone Cold Steve Austin? Was he there? What yeah, about, he was. Rock hot Steve Austin. Man, did what, you get what, about, uh, what about uh, Wayne, the, Wayne, the, Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Jensen? Was he there? Yeah, yeah. But you can see, I was pretty close to this guy. I don't, I don't know his name, though. He was a big dude, and he had a beard. Oh, that's Seamus McBeard face. That Seamus McBeard face. <laughs> Did you see? I mean, we were in this after party thing for something for WrestleMania, but I don't know how I got in there. I just flashed my ID and it's like, oh, they're not letting people in. Everybody's wanting in. What? Well, hell, I'm in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but, but anyway, we had a good week and uh, we were coming home yesterday from, and I'll get through this quick. We were coming home uh, from Louisiana. We got in Alabama 600 miles from home and my car broke down, would not run. We were in the ghetto. Uh, and I learned real quick yeah. that you, you cannot rent a car unless you have a credit card. You know, you can have $10,000 cash on your debit. You have $10,000 worth of cash in your pocket. What? But if, you, if you're an out-of-state guy, nice. in it, if you're in another state where I had a North Carolina license in Alabama, you had to have a credit card. So, uh, that's, yeah, that's because you can't pay cash for a car and you'll right. never bring the car back. Right. they gotta, they got to have a, char- a card to charge. So my, my car was broke, right? Long story short. Uh I was I was freaking out, crying. It was bad. It was bad, bad, literally bad. I, I had my dog. You, literally, crying? I, I was. I had our dog with us and our three kids and me and Freeman, mommy. Uh, so I was like, you know what? Once this happened, it was going to be like five grand to fix the car. It was some timing thing, timing uh, computer chip. It was going to take three days to get it, and like five thousand dollars to fix everything that was wrong with my car. So I was like, you know what? Uh, uh, they're like, ma'am, you know, we got it to Pet Boys. They looked at it. It was going to be thousands of dollars. And they were like, ma'am, uh, we can we can order you a lift through Pet Boys, courtesy of us. They will take you to the airport 10 miles away, and you can rent a car. So uh, Freeman Mommy uh, uh, was waiting for the lift, didn't realize I had her phone. She hopped in the car, went 10 miles away. The lift guy left. Then I get a mysterious phone call on my phone. Thing and she's crying. She's like, they will not rent any of these people will not rent us a car unless we have a credit card. And I have no ride, and I'm ten miles from you guys, and I don't know what to do. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, so the Pet Boys people felt really bad and ended up ordering a lift there. Luckily, they found her, brought her back. Uh, the people, the Bush family, which was three hours away. Which I'm, I'm or a bl- such a blessing to me. Drove hours to come and swipe the card to get me 
a rental car. We drove home today. Uh, my car's still in Alabama, so next Monday I got to rent from intern. I mean, uh, international uh, car truck rental. I'm going to rent a big truck and a caddy to pull behind it uh, and drive down there, get my car, and bring it back. Because you know, if, if your car breaks down in your city. We all know a guy that can fix it. You know what I mean? And if it's going to be like $5,000, you know, it's kind of like, you know, do I, do I do away with the car? Do I buy a new car? Do I get it fixed? So, you know, and, and the, whenever they quoted me at Pet Boys, they were like, we're not even guaranteeing that this will, this will fix your car. So I could have gave them, you know, $4,000 or $5,000 in cash. But to fly us all back, we had all of our vacation stuff with us. I mean, sleeping back, I mean, loads and loads of stuff. Greyhound on both sides of us was an hour away. I mean, we had no. I mean, I really felt. I really felt helpless, man. And Matt, you come to the plate, dude. You were like, dude, I will order whatever you need. And we had tried that, you know, my dad. But so that sucks. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, dude, you know, six hundred miles from home, man. That's a long way, man. That's why I say. We were in Mobile, Alabama, and I'm in Greensboro, North Carolina, man. And that's the left bottom side on the Gulf of Alabama. Just pay someone to tow it home, man. Like, how? Like. They're liable then. Like, are you going to drive this truck home with a car? Have you driven a, a truck that big before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, what it is, uh-huh. it's a pickup truck, just a, like a dually-sized pickup truck. It's got a trailer hitch, and it's this little cart. Uh, it's got two little ramps that uh, me and the Pet Boys guys can push, and all you got to do is get the front wheels on it uh, and then strap it down and just drive it home. It's really simple, but I can do it for about 200 bucks. Or towing would be six or seven hundred bucks to go. Yeah, well, two hundred bucks plus gas. It's going to cost you a ton plus food along the way, and you're going to want to get a hotel. You're not going to want to drive twelve hundred miles yeah, in a day. But it's me and the Freeman mommy. We might might try some crazy stuff on the highway. Oh, might get crazy. It's going to be disaster. Yeah. This is going to be disaster. <laughs> but uh, but we're still weighing our options. But Matt, dude, I, I cannot thank you enough. And Jeremy Bush listens to Zombiecast, man. It, you know, and, and there were several listeners and fans of ours that, that contacted me, man, and and everybody really came to my rescue. Only they they just couldn't help, man. Like I said, I mean, sixty thousand dollars in the bank and a debit card—they don't care. You bring up your, your bank statement, fifty-eight thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Nope. Sorry. Nope. It was bad, man. And I was even thinking, you know, for us to fly back was going to be like five grand. I was like, man, if I could find a car dealership, man, I'll just go finance a car. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what to do, but uh, but but all you in go, all, you go fucking you know, buy some cheap ass car. <laughs> all in all, I, I I firmly believe and truly believe that there's a reason for everything, and I don't know what the reason was, but I know that my family is breathing and they are healthy and we're all alive and. and there was a reason for yesterday. It was uh, punching my chest. For one, I don't know how many times I've seen families on the side of the road, and I've been like, "Fucking drug money." That's all they want, man. I would <laughs> never say that again because you know I was that guy on the road, and people were pulling up saying, "Sir, you know, you know, this black family come up, and they're like, you know, we don't have much, but we we have, we you know, we will take you in for the night and, and help you out." And they went and bought us drinks, and I really. Felt homeless, man, and and I cried, dude, and I had the snubs. I was crying so hard, man. But Matt and Ted and all you guys, I mean, every, all the fans that listen to the show were trying to help me, man. But thanks to everybody, thank you. But it was a great, great weekend. I started a I started a GoFundMe for you. Uh, yeah, I collected a lot of money while you were away. 
But now that now that you're back, Matt's just gonna keep it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I never meant to actually give it to you. I just for the families of the Freemans. I didn't mean to go on so long, but you know, with with you know, with the Wahlburgers and the Atlanta Braves and the Walking Dead and the CBS show and hanging out with the wrestlers and stuff. Uh, it was awesome, but Matt. No, 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 no. Did, Let's talk Walking Dead for I, I'll uh, I'll bookend my stuff. Right, Let's right, get right well, Walking well, Dead. Second, let, let me get a thing of yeah. water. I just killed yeah. this big thing of water because I cried so much yesterday. But uh, talk for thirty seconds. Let me f- refill my water. Uh, does does Freeman ever edit these things? That was a long story. That was a long, <laughs> long story. That was, that was a forty-minute story. <laughs> Have we ever heard Freeman cry? That's another thing. Uh, no. I think it would be like, <laughs> hashtag Freeman crying. Or something like that. He actually, the tears are shaped like hashtags. They come out of his eyes. <laughs> They're like down thumbs. They're just down thumbs that come out of his eyes. And, and everybody be sure to listen later for Matt's story, because Matt's is a, is a really celeb startup story. And it, dude, <laughs> my, my son, my son came, saw your story today about your son and yeah. came to me and said, Dad, did you see this yeah. about Matt's son and the developers of Sea of Thieves done this for your co-host's son? I mean, pretty much Cole's notes. My son has got a bigger career in video games than I have right now. So, But we'll, yeah. we'll talk. Let's, let's not get jealous of the five-year-old, okay? I've already, I've already not let him eat tonight. The five-year-old doesn't even know what the hell's happening. People that know us, me, you, Matt, and you, Ted, here on the show, man, we're good people, and we try to be good to people, man. And you know what? I'm glad to see good things happen to good people, man. And and your son is the best, and you're the best, man. You tried to help me out yesterday. Look what happened this morning. Fucking awesome. This is the biggest fucking dick-stroking show I've ever heard in my life. Jesus. (laughs) It's not stroking our own dicks, each other's. Yeah, yeah. Good God almighty. Norma, come back. Yeah, All right, we got we got to talk some Walking, walking Dead, dead here. I was not here last week, and, and I, I wanted to ask you guys something. Okay. And, and it's not a Walking Dead or a Fear the Walking Dead thing. Ah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a tie between the the two, right? Now next week, I think we're going to try to do the show right after the Walking Dead. But the finale for the Walking Dead is nine to ten, and then the premiere of Fear is ten to eleven. Now, I have no me, me and my son was talking about this. Do you think to, to shut people over or to beg people to come over to fear, do you think that The Walking Dead is going to end with Morgan and that scene be the first scene continued in fear? To, to they're going to try to they're going to try to connect think, it together. They even have the poster. Yeah, the fucking poster. They're going to be watching it and they're not going to realize that they, you know, with the blink of the eye, they're watching fear now. The poster they're even not shows. Be able to oh my stop. God. The poster even shows Morgan crossing over from Rick to the Madison character. It's and they've even said, and I know you love fear. They're literally advertising this Sean as a reboot and saying, even if you've never seen an episode of Fear, yeah. don't fucking worry. That's all in the toilet. I think that's what it is, Ted. I think that I think that there. You know, this like is a full re- that, people that's why never I watch watched it. Now. it. That, because if you're watching The Walking Dead and Morgan's leaving, then all of a sudden, 10.01 comes and it's still Morgan, you're not going to stop. Well, it's thing, genius. Well, they they've thrown, they they know it's bad, and they've done, this is a reboot. That's it's why I might genius. watch it now. I might watch it because they've thrown the first three seasons in the garbage. 
and this is a reboot that you can, they, they're advertising it that you can start watching it this week as if it's the I think first so episode too. because it's a time you, jump. It's a new location. It's new, it, major new major new like celebrity cast. Janelle celeb Elfman, cast. Maggie, yeah. Maggie Grace and Jenna Elfman. It's a total reboot. Yeah. Now, uh, the question is, can I just say one thing though? Not, not, yeah, go ahead. I think it would be masterful if in the first ten minutes Morgan died in Fear the Walking Dead. I think that would be the most baller move in the history of TV. If after all this, Morgan makes the crossover and just dies. Remember, Z Nation killed the main character in the first episode. They or, built him up all them months. This is the main character, and they killed him. Or his appearance is actually just like a video they find, and it's Morgan with the pie maker or something like that. And that's the only thing. That's how he crossed over. Yeah, I, think they actually, they actually showed I think it's going to be like a two-hour episode next week. Only more, it's going to be the story of Morgan. I hope and everybody's not. Morgan's not interesting hooked. anymore. Morgan's not interesting anymore. He just he just whines. But he has a fan base, man. He has a fan base. Does he? he all he does is I now oh, I'm not a Morgan fan, but uh, he's just such a whiner now. I don't want to kill. I don't want to kill. Oh wait, something happened. I want to kill everything. I want to kill everything. Now I'm seeing people with their throats cut out. But the question is, and, and, and I'm not talking about you, Matt, or you, Ted. I'm talking about the viewers. <laughs> it, 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 will they watch 10.01 next week? Will they watch 10.01 p.m.? Ted, yeah, will I, you? Matt, will you? I mean, yes, you know, I will watch it. Are we doing our podcasts? I, I don't think I'll have time. Uh, we'll start at 10.03, my friend. <laughs> well, so. And I'm, so I'm playing, but, but, General, do you think that the people will go? I mean, because you guys really don't like fear, and and, and I I don't want it to be. A, I just don't like talking about it every week. <laughs> but 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 I mean, it's a topic that's coming up. As I mean, I didn't mean. I mean, I'm sorry for bringing it up. I just I just thought it. it I was kind of curious if you thought maybe people would go over. But but we talk about The Walking Dead. I thought last night was good. I thought it was great. I uh, I was sad to see a certain person go. I thought he was going to be like uh, next season's big villain, maybe. Yeah, I thought he was going to go next I mean, week. It's not let, playing out like how I thought it was going to play out. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you how last night went. Right, we got to Noonan, Georgia, which is right outside of Sonoy. So Jesus, and, and let's Freeman, talk with the wall. <laughs> and Freeman, mommy said, "Let's stay here." So, so I stopped, and and, and we're talking about the Walking Dead. But, but what I was going to say, man, was I flipped it on and it showed Simon as a zombie, and, I, and it fucked it all up. Yeah, you got uh, <laughs> but, but, he played a good zombie. Do you think that was actually the actor? Because I was like, that's a really convincing zombie. Unless they made like act- a full body, uh, like a puppet, and yeah. But like, if it wasn't, he was doing really good. Actor. I think he's a true actor. Yeah. And I've we've all three said that. Like he's he stands. I mean, he shines above anybody. I think on the show with his acting, he's really he's convincing to me. And as a zombie dude, I was like, well, the way that the way his head was moving and all, I was like, man, I wish all the zombies was like that. Yeah, that, was, that dude's a good actor. Um, so what do you think? So Negan, uh, I, I like the kind of the multiple backstabbings and kind of espionage stuff going on in this episode with Dwight, with uh, yeah, with that uh, called me back guard. I, yeah, I, I was like, Dwight's just gonna go scot free, but no, nah, I thought they was I thought they was gonna kill him. Well, if if Dwight went scot free, scot scot free, I would have thought Negan was just a dumbass because I'm like it was super obvious something's going on with Dwight, just the way he acts, the way he like uh, he's very timid around Negan. So when he when he first said, "Okay, Dwight, blah blah blah, it's good to know you're by my side. You're my number two now." I'm like, really, Negan? But 
so when it, we found out that he was just playing him, I thought that was a, a good little twist. Right, right. So do you think that the the reading of the Carl letter to Negan was just dead space on the show or pussification of Rick's crew or what? I don't think so. Or, think or was it – what was the reason? Like in real life, would, would that be – would that show that you're chicken shit and, uh, and fear shows? somebody? Well, I mean like, – say. Did it make Rick's crew look chicken? You know, you know, like, you know like, like maybe they were trying to convince Negan not to attack him. Tori's like, I don't care if you're on your knees. I'm coming. Well, it made him look weak for me. It made Negan look weak or it made no, Michonne? No, no, no. Oh, like Michonne, but because she was trying to be like, please, mister, don't attack <laughs> Look, the Please, kid mister, don't this. do it, mister. Well, that's kind of the way I felt. It's kind of like, you know, look, read, look, he wrote this. Please don't attack us. Uh, I think kind of what I got from it. I didn't see his pussification. I think I think Michonne's tired of fighting. Like I think Carl was the tipping point. I think she's just in it because she's a soldier and she'll fight whatever. But I think I don't think she wants to continue killing and fighting. She just looks tired every scene now. So if and she knows these letters, she knows Negan had a special thing for Carl. I think it was kind of a like let's try anything before it gets to the you know a big fight between us all. I, I think. That's that's the whole theme of this season is what comes next, right? So, right. Uh, I think Michonne or Michonne's on board with the fact that you can't just plan on killing everyone because there's going to be people left over. What do you do with them? So yeah. Carl's letter was a good in with Negan to bring that up and to say, like, look, the, the kid you liked, he's saying these important things. Let's listen to him. Yeah, dude. Last night's episode of The Walking Dead is why I personally like The Walking Dead. We need more of that. Last night's episode was, you know what? I, I, I was clueless to anything, and I was surprised by it all. And I loved every minute of the last night's episode. I absolutely loved it. I watched it earlier today, actually about an hour before uh, we started our live broadcast. But, you know, I was like, wow. Hopefully the people that, that stopped viewing the show hmm. sees this episode and see that they, they still have it. Have what it takes and the stories because, like, the whole Negan and, like you said, Dwight, you know, and, and the Simon and, you know, it's, you know, them catching Eugene and Eugene being mean to Father Gabriel. And it, it was, I, I felt like we got something out of life. I, think I really, is, I, think I really enjoyed it. Eugene's fully gone, I think. I he, think so. He, he needs yeah. a bullet in the head. He almost makes the show kind of silly looking, but 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 I like last night's episode. I, I don't want to say anything negative about it. I love that storyline with Eugene only because uh, it fi- yeah it answered the question like is he just doing this like a long game to get back at Negan? Like no, he is on Negan's side. He had opportunity to kind of be like okay, I'll make bullets for you. I'm not going to escape. I'm right here. I'll help you. And he pulls that puking so, on Rosita stuff. Yeah, yeah he's fully so, on Negan's side. He's fully so, he's fully so, gone, and I hope he gets killed. Yeah. So, so if he was killed, I, I know we would all kind of be happy, and a lot yeah. of people would be happy. But would the show lose something if they lost? No, the, it would lose. It, it would it would lose the most annoying character ever on the show. <laughs> you don't like him, eh? I uh, I want to see him go in a really like horrible way. I want him a like real suffer. cowardly way where he knows it's coming and he has yeah. to face what's done, and he's dead yeah. meat. It, it's like yeah. Now, I, I want to say this. I think. Next week, mm-hmm. but because you know the, the main story of, of this week 
was bullets. You're making a one faulty bullet, but we need thousands and thousands and thousands of bullets before next week. I bet I was telling Freeman Mommy and my son Ashton and Chloe and Lyndon when we were watching this, I said, there's going to be a lot of guns next week, and we're just going to hear clicks in every single gun. And I, I think they're making fake bullets. And Gene, uh, Eugene will be the hero next week and save the day because none of the why bullets will be real. No, no, there'll be no gunpowder or something. But why would he call out Gabe and the flush bullet? Wouldn't he have just let that through and be like, Gabe, this is my plan too. Just stick with it. I got to – maybe. Maybe they were. Maybe that was real. But maybe Daryl and Rosita made him realize – his true love, which team he truly loved. But I got a feeling, I, I know something tells me that it's going to be like click. Okay. They're going to have Rick surrounded, getting ready to shoot him, and it's going to be clicks everywhere. And then they're going to start fighting like crazy. Would that be good, Ted? I think that that could, I think that very good. That's what I expect to happen, but it seems like uh, he seems, it'd be a very weird turnaround and him doing some acting that's only for the audience that doesn't make sense in the show. You know when characters do things in a movie that makes no sense in the movie, but they do it to fool the the home audience watching the movie. If you know what I'm saying, so yeah, right. it's kind of like that where it's like, uh, why would why would yeah. this? It's, it's like people. I don't want to reference the Last Jedi, but there's a character with a Laura Dern character. There's a whole plot with her that makes no sense in the context of the movie. It's only done to fool the, the audience watching in the theater. Therefore, it makes no sense. And like that's she's alone just, and she doesn't have that character. Or now imagine they have 100%, 100% the Hilltop, Rick's Gangs, the Kingdom. They have 100% of the cast in the middle of a circle, right? They're, they're, they're completely surrounded. They pull the guns up. They do the countdown. Click around the thing. Eugene says, Rick, I love you. And then they just start fucking fighting like crazy and mad animals. And it goes off to next season. Uh, I would be really mad if they didn't conclude this war. <laughs> they, they're pretty- promising in the ads the war ends in the finale. They are they've said it in the ads. <laughs> this doesn't happen, and the, and there's no resolution. Fuck this show. Fuck it. Yeah, I think I'd quit. I think I'd be like, okay, guys, I will come on and talk about anything else, but I'm done <laughs> with the Walking Dead. Because that would be a ball face lie in the ads. <laughs> I think they need to set it up. I think at the end of next week's episode, they need to do a time jump. I think they need to leap ahead of Fear the Walking Dead again by maybe like a few years, and Fear the Walking Dead can take over what happens in between those years. But they need to just—I think they need to just set a new table, uh, just tie up all the ends. Let's get a new Walking Dead, or let's get a plan to end the Walking Dead in two seasons. Let's just have a a big plan. Right. So I, 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 you know what I can't take—I can't take another season of here's a new bad guy who's running things his own way and Rick doesn't like it. I, I can't, we gotta, we gotta find something new to do with the walking dead. No finding <laughs> a settlement, no finding uh, a bad guy. Who's, who doesn't agree with uh, Rick's crew. And then Rick will have his spirit broken, become a crying little bitch. Then he'll learn Michonne will give him a little speech and then yeah. he'll learn. We got to stick together. And then they'll have a scene where he and Maggie and Jesus stare at each other quietly and nod in agreement. And, and uh, knowing that what they got to do, and then we're going to have uh, 75 episodes of of building up to a five-minute action scene that ends it all. 
Exactly. Right. Pace says in chat at allgames.com forward slash chat, which all you guys should come and get in our chat. He says Walking Dead is done, people. I think last night was good. I, I don't think it's what done. Are the ra- what are the ratings for The Walking Dead? The Walking oh, Dead ratings. I mean, I'm curious because it's people act like it's the ratings are way down, but I think it's still like the highest it's highest rated. I read show. about that by the way. The Walking Dead ratings. It's getting six million at its lowest, and that Breaking Bad got two million or four million at its highest. So, what was last night? Eight fifteen. I don't know, but I think we can stop bringing ratings into the debate. Otherwise, you're going to have to talk about how Fear the Walking Dead lost fifty percent of its ratings in season three. And not to mention, we're entering season nine of The Walking Dead. I mean, what? How many shows last this long? Not many. Yeah. And how many shows can say the ratings are still good? Not on the ninth season. I think tons of shows would kill for Walking Dead ratings. I think the phenomenon of Walking Dead, I think, is is a little bit done. I think you're just so, core fans at this point. So this is Forbes magazine. Uh, it says the Walking Dead's ratings are not going to recover no matter what changes are made. It says for most weeks this season, I could write an article saying the Walking Dead had set a new multi-year ratings low putting up numbers not seen since season one and two. The show has drawing half the viewers at its peak in season five, and this past week has no exception. Frequent drops paired uh, with Easter Sunday meant The Walking Dead's 6.30 million viewers was the lowest of the season. Okay, well, well, let me look at That's this. That's still high, though, right? This is Read the rest of the article, though. They talk about how much ratings uh, like compared to every other show. Yeah, it's, like this. I'm looking at a thing here. It says Walking yeah. Dead had in the past whatever had 9.929 million it was the number one show it beat out ncaa final four wwe raw uh teen mom real housewives all i mean it beat out everything it was the number one show so people say, yeah. we'll go on about like it's done the ratings are done but it's still the number one show hmm. it could lose okay. half its it ratings says, more and it still it says yeah dropping from 15 million to 6 million in a few years is not uh, not a great look, but AMC still should view that as good enough given their past, present slate of programming. Uh, hold on. For, for all its prestige, Mad Men never got over 3 million viewers more than a few times. Breaking Bad was at 1 to 2 million for most of its lifespan. So, so Breaking Bad, as big as Breaking Bad was, and as much as we loved it, it was one to two millions on the good weeks. It, so. it's, its highest ratings it ever got were a fraction of Walking Dead's lowest ratings it ever got. Yeah. And we're not so. accounting for downloads. I mean, it, Walking Dead's it, it's not in danger of rating. It's not – the headlines make it seem like no one's watching the show anymore, where the, the reality is like a shit ton still of people are still watching. crushing everything. Yeah. So – it doesn't have to worry about things. And that's why AMC doesn't have to worry about that's a, paying its people either, because it's like, well, what are you going to do? Stop watching? Okay, we that's can afford a fa- That's what you call a false narrative, uh, guys. That's a, that's a, I'm not going to say fake news, but it's a false narrative. <laughs> where they're, they're spin- It's like they're trying to spin something. Walking Dead's ratings are down. You know, it's dying. Well, it's yeah. still like wet, the hot number one show. So is all those other shows dying too? Well, No. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Well, if the number one show is dying, is that mean every show is dying since it's number one? No, no. Yeah. 
Doomplug says, I mean, don't forget this chat. Totally say, uh, SG says, Walking Done, question mark. And I put low ratings, but still slamming all it's shows. Not, it doesn't have low ratings. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, or I mean, lower ratings. Lower. It's, it's crazy high ratings still. It just, it's just, it's, they're comparing it's still the ratings. still killing it. They're comparing the ratings to Walking Dead was the highest rated show of all time. Mm. It was the highest rated show ever at its peak. So it doesn't have those numbers so, anymore. So it's still... That, that's like saying you had a. So, I had fifty billion dollars. Now I've only got a hundred. I've only got uh, ten billion. So you're broke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Still, all cable shows, but still, Doom Plague. The Walking Dead used to compete with Sunday Night Football. Nothing competes with that. Nothing ever has even come close. Right. And The Walking Dead. Remember, you know, the NFL was was really. Anyways, incom- let's get let's get back on the show. Yeah, I loved last night. Yeah, I thought yeah, last night was good. I. I I like how they left it as Negan is the big bad again. Like he, I don't really understand how he turned that way. Was he just frustrated or, but now he's ready to kill everyone. Like he's ready to go against his uh, MO and kill everyone. I, you know, the charm usually that Negan seriously gives me, I, I, I felt the evil last night. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, you know, and, being that, that whenever in the hotel room, whenever I turned the TV on, and it was and it was zombie Simon. I, I didn't know if that was at the beginning of the episode or the end. I didn't know how. I didn't know if it was a two hour episode or an hour and fifteen minute. You know, I, I just turned. I was like, oh hell, you know, it was like it was like eleven oh five, and I was like, hell, let's turn it to it. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh shit, you know. And and I, I totally ruined the Simon thing. But but all episode, I was like, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Yeah. Uh, but then you know, I, I was like, well, I know he's not gonna hit him in the head. I remember his head wasn't bashed in. And then he dipped, uh, dip, 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 he dip, dipped dip. Uh, uh, Lucille in the zombie, mm. and I was like, well, maybe he's going to poke him and then put him out there. But I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed last night's episode. Me and Free Mommy watched it, and it, yeah, it kept us glued to the TV. And like I said, the thing I liked about it was we had no clue of where it was going, but surprised by everything that we saw. So do you think they're going to be dumb enough to uh, fall into the trap? I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect of next week. Uh, or, I mean, are they going to reverse, you know, the, the trap? Or, or the, I, I, I'm totally clueless. Yeah. I still say that they're making all fake bullets, and Eugene will be the hero in the end, uh, and, and it, it'll be more of a fist fight. I'll tell you exactly what's going to fucking happen. They're going to shock the world. Rick and the gang and Michonne and everybody we know and love is going to show up. They're going to walk right into the trap. Negan's group is going to come up, and they're going to they're going to unload, and we're going to have this scene of Rick and the gang all dancing as bullets just tear them to pieces, and they're just riddled in bullets, and they all go down, and Negan's going to go, well, holy shit, it worked like a charm, and then the credits are going to roll. <laughs> The end. <laughs> the end. And then it's going to be next season. It's going to be about Negan just like talking. The whole season going to be Negan going, I can't fucking believe Rick Grimes fell for that shit. You goddamn hey, well, It'd be like this, show. Ted. So, Ted hey, 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 uh, hey. Eugene, get in here. Do that little dance Rick did when I was unloading my machine gun on him. That's it, dude. Yeah, that's like, well, I do right. recall the uh, little spit a spat Rick took on the battlefield. The little dead disco. He's going to have Rick, he's gonna have Rick stuffed and have his corpse put in his room. And he's going to talk. It'd be like that, Ted. Yeah. Remember Beat It video? 
Yeah. <laughs> and they're all dancing, going side to side. No, here's here's the penultimate scene. So uh, Negan and Rick, uh, Negan's leaning over Rick with a gun, and all of a sudden, zombie tiger pops out from the background. <laughs> oh, talking zombie tiger, people. Zombie tiger, uh, and just completely mauls Negan. And then they, they hoist a zombie Negan up onto the new Alexandria gates. Yeah. Yeah. Like William Wallace's head. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they nail a piece of him to all the four corners of the kingdom. And, uh, and like Alexandria gets his head and then Woodbury gets like his torso and then they mount him and everybody, uh, everybody knows. Freedom. Hey, how do you like that fight between uh, Simon and Negan? I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't expect Simon to go the way, but Simon did sucker punch Negan at the beginning. I was like, well, Simon sucker punched him, so. It's kind of stupid sucker punch. not like Donkey Kong, because the fight, there was never a thing where they say ready, fight. It, there's supposed to be a guy like UFC that comes, hey, ready, Simon, you ready? Negan, let's get it on! And there's supposed to fight. Instead, Negan, Simon just like, Negan's sitting there getting ready, and Simon suddenly backhands him across the face out of the blue. It's like, wait a minute, no, no. Yeah, it was kind of a bitch move on Simon's part. Yeah, and then Negan kind of beat his ass and then fucking literally choked him to death with his hands. I thought that was a much-needed scene because Negan's usually all talk, right? Intimidation and talk. So to see him just beat the shit out of Simon, who he's – I mean, he's not hes not a weakling. In, in real life, the actor that plays Simon would probably destroy Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Simon looks like Popeye. Have you ever seen him like just in a t-shirt? He looks like just like. I thought Simon was like fifty-eight years old. Yeah, that, that actor is forty-four. Oh shit! Really? He, yeah, I looked it up because I thought he's he was like six years older than me. I oh, thought he okay. was like fifty-eight. He's because he's got, I think the gray hair, the gray mustache, and everything. He's forty-four years old, and I I was like baffled. But that but I thought he was as old as Jeffrey D. Morgan. But they shaved his mustache off live on um. On the Talking Dead, yeah, and he he looked like ten years younger when they shaved his mustache off. Oh, probably. He's actually he's actually a really nice looking dude when you shave the hillbilly mustache off of him. I think he's got a huge career ahead of him. I mean, he was already doing okay before this, but I think his turn on The Walking Dead's gonna. Well, he well. teared up. He teared up on uh, Talking Dead. Oh yeah. He actually Who teared did? Up. Uh, Simon. Yeah. Oh. Because he's off the show. I think. I, I mean, it did seem like he was in for the long haul. I expected him to get killed next week. I was like, he's going to die next week. Okay. But I thought he was great. So hopefully uh, we see him in something else. But uh, what else happened? Uh, There's something else interesting that happened last night. I'm trying to remember. On oh, and Walking Dead. Uh, in, what was the other plots that were going on? Eugene? I will say, I will say, you know what I thought was going to happen, and I was wrong. When Negan, remember the whole mystery of who did Negan pick up? I thought yeah. it was going to be Shoney picked up. Because they had this thing where she was looking at the letter of Negan. I thought there was going to be a time jump where the part of Negan picking someone uh, up and her looking at the letter actually happened reversed. Right, and, you right. know, Negan's kind of a guy that maybe, you know, there's rules of war and we'll, I'll talk to you without killing you. And I thought it was going to be he picks her up and she was going to be, like, in his office, like, reading the letter. They're going to be reading the letter. She's like, he's like, well, you go home and tell Rick, blah, blah, blah. You can you know, my you know, like yeah. an amb- you send an ambassador and you don't kill the ambassador. You know, it's like a rules of war thing. I thought that was going to be with Shoney picked up, and she was going to have the letter. Uh, and that turned out not to be true. And he was going to say, well, you can go, but you tell Rick flippity-bibbity. Well, <laughs> it, was, it was either you or Subs who predicted who it was last week, and I think I poo-pooed it. Because, yeah, I think Subs or you predicted that it was the woman who saw Dwight backstab uh, the folks. And I was like, yeah, that wouldn't make much sense because who's going to recognize her? Who's going to be like, oh, it's her? 
But well, well she's been on the show. She's been one of his main people since the start. Yeah. Even I was kind of like, I don't remember her seeing Dwight backstab. I don't remember that. Whatever. Yeah, she describes a scene where he shot everyone. Is that just a scene we didn't see? Because I, I feel like that would have been a huge scene. I think we saw it, but I think it was just it, it was in, it's in those episodes that sort of bleed together. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, when they're just randomly shooting each other. It was around yeah, the time yeah. that the baby, uh, I mean, that the baby, that the uh, the tiger died. Mm, I don't want to remember Which that. was in the timeline of The Walking Dead was like four days ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was last night. Oh, that's what I meant. Uh, Aaron. Aaron uh, proving he'll uh, he'll uh, do anything. Yeah. I, dude, I almost fast forward through this. And I, I'm not going to lie. But I love last night's episode. All positive. All positive. Well, let's I linger. Don't even, I the beach don't even... gals. The beach gals, man. Oh, my God. Let's linger with Aaron Slot. They're just gonna, I mean, they're going to come into play, right? They're going to be the X Factor. They're going to they're gonna be like Gandalf's Riders of Rohan. Just when the, t- the battle's going bad, you're going to hear like, Girls, it's time to show them what the beach girls do. They're going to come like down the hill and, and slaughter them, right? That's what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to come riding. Yeah. But you know what? They did confirm last night something we predicted, we suspected, that uh, it was, in fact, Simon that killed all the men and boys at the That's beach. That's right. That was it important. was yeah. him. He so- had nothing to do with that. So, so who was right? Like, like when it comes to Dwight, right? Mm-hmm. Who, what was the right path? Negan or Simon? Because Dwight? Simon was right. Yeah, Simon was right. He's like, man, dude, look, look what this guy's done to you. you he burns your face. Come on, girls. Do you believe in love? He effed <laughs> your girl, dude. He burns your face. He disfigured you. I mean, you know, look, look at what he's done to you, man. Or have you yeah. not had enough? And then he tells the guy that disfigured him and stole his girl. Yeah, you know, he he gave him the trophy. I think he's trying to he's trying to use like mental fuckery to kill all of Negan's people off without. He's like, wait a minute, I can get rid of Simon, who's the second biggest threat, and then I can. Tr- right. He's trying to use mental fuckery to get everybody killing each other, but they, but he, they, Negan figured his plan out. But I think that's more realism to the show because you know how many times have we said, like watching uh, movies, like as a kid, and like, like you know, just where you have a villain and you've got ten thousand people standing behind the villain to be like, why don't somebody just kill him? Well, you know, yeah, just because he says you, you, and you, and you should die, why don't we just kill him and be done with him? Well, why didn't Jadis just kill him? Well, why like Hitler. Hit, I mean, it happens in real life. I mean, people follow one guy. Yeah. Well, they they do it because they 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 follow it, a guy like him because they're they're all a, well you you have all the generals fall in line with him. And they all sort of follow him everywhere, and then one guy might get a thought in his head of going, "I think we need to kill this guy." But he, if he speaks up, you know, you got you, you don't any, people don't go along with it. Then that guy, it's like a fear thing, you know. I mean, it's like yeah. you got to get everyone to go along with arresting a Hitler type dude. And if one guy speaks up, and you know, I, I really don't like what so and so is doing. We need to get rid of him. And then that guy you tell it to might go. Oh yeah, really? Hey, this guy over here is trying to. Uh, uh... That's exactly it, right? I was thinking but, this too. Like they're all on the table, and all Simon has to do is stand up and go, "Like who's with me? Let's toss this guy out the window." But he doesn't know the people in that room. People might say to his face, "Yeah, I'll go with you," but push comes to shove, they might not actually do it, and they might just go to Negan and say, "Like hey, Simon wants to take you out," and Negan will be like, "Oh, thanks, trusted advisor. You can have the best yeah. room in the jail." So, right. 
And, and you know what? I want to debate somebody in our chat right now. Pace says in chat, he says, Walking Dead has become so bad, I question why I even liked it to begin with. Now, you know, I, I do a show. We do a show that's global and it's live in over 200 countries. And, and you know what? We, we debate about what we like, what we don't. I don't like this. I like this. Fear, Walking Dead, whatever, right? We're, we're a radio show. We debate it. But you cannot say that you have to question yourself why you ever liked it to begin with. Because it was a good show, and you cannot take that from The Walking Dead. You can have complaints about it. I have complaints about it. But in the end, I watch every week, and you cannot say now, I don't know why I ever watched it to begin with. That's bullshit. Sorry, Pace. That makes no sense. Yeah, that's like watching – No sense. That's like watching A Good Day to Die Hard and saying, well, I don't even know why I even liked the first Die Hard movie after watching this. (laughs) It's kind of different. They're kind of different movies. It was, it was awesome then. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it, that's right. I mean, you, you can't convince yourself that the season one was bad. I mean, it's like the Simpsons. That, that, I think that the makes Simpsons no sense. I think the Simpsons has been terrible for ten years, but in the first eight years, it was the funniest shit ever. Right. But it being not funny in the last ten years does not change how funny it was in the first first. Does not make it a bad yeah. show just because you're too cool for it now. Yeah, too cool. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, pace. Fuck but but I, you know, <laughs> I've heard people like that, and you know, like yeah. I've heard people to say, "Well, people complain about the Walking Dead. Why they watch that shit anyway? Won't they go on down and, and just forget about it and let us enjoy it?" But you can't have complaints about stuff. Doesn't mean I don't like it. Yeah. You know, and and it's just like politics, right? You don't have to agree 100% with somebody to like somebody. You can disagree and still if you, if you, if you agree like or disagree 100% with somebody, you're what that's what's called you're a partisan hack. You yeah, know, it's but, it's like but the know, only I way things, but I I have flaws. I can find flaws in everything I love, yeah. I don't, you know. But but the only way it's like if you're running for president, the only way that you can Truly agree 100% with something is if you're the guy running. You don't, I mean, you, you, like, like walking in, say, like, with politics, people be like, well, he says this. Well, yeah, I agree with you. I don't like that part either, but I still like the guy. But I agree with you. I don't like the one thing. It's okay you to not like 100% of everything. And the walking is the same way. Mm-hmm. I had people. Well, I remember people. They said me, like, I agree with Freeman Daddy Five. I had He's people just tell like, me, whoa, like, whoa, 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 back up. I was a big, you gotta love big Star Wars gotta, fan, and I've had people. It's a good show, man. I've had people tell me I'm a big Star Wars fan. I remember when the prequels came out, they're like, "Well, if you don't like the Phantom Menace, you don't like Star Wars." And it's like, "Are you fucking insane?" Yeah. It's like you you either have to like it all of it, or you or you don't like any of it. There's no middle ground. You can't say. I don't like this, don't like this, don't like this. You either have to love it all or you're not a fan. And that's I, just being a blind fanboy. The Matrix is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I'm kind of blah about the the two sequels. Everybody sequels. Yeah, but I'll still like I'll defend Matrix till I die. I think that's a brilliant. Like Matrix movie. reloaded the best. Yeah, I like uh, Enter the Animatrix the best. Oh, yeah, the, right. you know the uh, the the la- the, la- the second Renaissance is better than any Matrix sequel. The little like 30 minute prequel cartoon that's in the animation that's a better movie than any any of the sequels i was so interesting i would have loved to see a movie about that just like even just documentary style yeah maybe they'll re uh they'll remake it like they're gonna do every matrix yeah 
No, they're yeah. going to remake it. We're entering that time in our lives where they're going to start remaking the stuff we loved. And if they so do weird. another Matrix, they should actually call it the Matrix Rebooted. Because it did reboot. I think, oh, it, I think it, it should be it did reboot at the end we'll of the third one. Well, you know what, Tiger Claw, you might be right because that's a that's you know that's a play on words in the sense that it's a reboot, but you also reboot computers. So in a fucking retardedly stupid way, <laughs> it, it makes sense. It actually does. In a make way, sense. you didn't intend it to be. <laughs> it, it, it actually that actually would make a lot of sense to call it rebooted. It's like a that would be al- cool. It's almost a brilliant subtitle now that I think about pop, it. Pop, Tiger. Pop, pop, Tiger. All right, Tiger. We'll uh, give you that. Hug. One. Let's hug. Let's Don't tiger. get cocky about it, okay? <laughs> the Matrix rebooted. <laughs> Rebooted. It's a, there's so many plays in that one word and that's in that phrase. I don't even know what to make of it. It's like, well, I mean, it would work in the context of the Matrix. They could reboot the next version of the Matrix. Yeah. With the yeah, and they and they it's a reboot in movie sense that it's a reboot. You know, like a reboot. How they reboot movies. Oh, now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And how you boot up computers, and when you have to reset the computer, you reboot it. Uh, yeah. And the Matrix is it's a computer about... system? That's right. Uh, yeah, okay. Reboot. Huh. Mm-hmm. I like it. That'd be a good porn title, too. Rebooted. Rebooted. Yeah. Rebooted. <laughs> but, they, uh, uh, well, I agree with Freeman Day 5. Uh, that pace is full of shit. Not pace, dude. We, we love topics like that. You said, I, I didn't mean to say anyway, but. That, that creates good talk for us. So anytime no. I, I, we come back like that, it's, it's not personal. It's very I, personal. Uh, it's very fucking personal. And shut your fucking face, Pace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it creates good topics for, for us. That's, that's why we like comments like that in chat. Because you it, just cause, you know you may disagree with one episode does not make the other 117 episodes bad. They're still Look. good. Just because you're an idiot doesn't mean you and can't. I, I can play idiot. more than anybody, and I still love the show. Yeah, that's true. I just love Fear too. <laughs> well, apparently they loved it so much they were booting it entirely. Yeah, speaking of reboots, yeah. they're restarting yeah, the reboot. whole show all over again. Yeah, Morgan. Rick's going to be coming over next, guys. Yeah. They're basically going to uh, – what they're going to do is gradually everyone's going to move from Walking Dead to Fear, and they're just going to shut down Walking Dead. And then Fear is just going to be Rick and the gang in Texas. That's right. And it's going to be just – it's just going to continue that show. And everybody's going to be like, look, everybody, see, Fear's ratings are up. We told you everybody liked it. <laughs> the Walking Dead. Billy OK says more like the watching board. <laughs> High five, that's, Billy. That's high not, five. That's not even. That's not even clever. <laughs> the watching board. Come on. That's personal, Billy. Okay. Ted took it personal with you. Oh no, my thing is that's not even like it doesn't rhyme or anything. That's what about just... the walking bed because it makes you sleepy. Sleepy. Walking boo. <laughs> about the, yeah, I'm trying to think of walking. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. That doesn't even. Uh, whatever. The hey Matt, so bed. tell us about your thing with your thing with your thing. Yeah, Matt. Oh yeah. And, okay, and me and Ted's got a couple of movies to talk about, but uh, yeah, dude, this yeah. is awesome, man. Let me let me get into this. So last week, uh, I told you about how Xander made a song about CS thieves. I we were playing one day, and I recorded him because he was singing this goofy song about the skeleton cloud. So we uh, we recorded a, a song called "Oh Skeleton." Yeah, it's so it's "Oh Skeleton Cloud." It's 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 purely original. Xander was just making this stuff up in his head as he uh, went. Uh, I recorded how old is it. Xander? Uh, oh, he's five years old. He's five, five years old. old. 
Uh, <laughs> you like fact check? I can't. I can't believe how slow that kid's aging. Can no, no, no. It, it, it's so, it's so, dude. Freeman yeah. mommy just melted when she heard this. It's the yeah. cutest, adorable thing. Man. And he he also appeared in a comeback hit. So yeah, so we, he sang the song, and then we put it on, uh, or I posted it on Twitter. It didn't get many reactions. It got some like, ah, it's cute. Uh, but then Ted comes along, and he makes a video for it with uh, lyrics and everything, and that's uh, that gets attention because he also. Uh, I don't know how to social media. So Ted like links everyone associated with the game and they see it and they love it and it, it catches on then pretty well, but it's still like it hadn't gotten too big yet. And then, uh, so today we wake up and well, the exe- tell the executive producer of the game messaged me and said, who the fuck that song's great. Who did that? Yeah. Yeah. So three sheets neat, uh, messaged, uh, Ted and said, what's the name of this kid? Because we might be doing a, a bit of a tribute to him. Wink, wink. And then Ten said that to me, and like, oh, this is awesome. And then we didn't hear anything for a solid week. Uh, wake up today, Rares tweeted the video out again with a little message saying, like, oh, if you need some Monday stress reliever, here's an awesome song. And it goes bananas. And then as a follow-up, um, and Ted, maybe you can help fill me in on this. So someone actually covered the song. Like, it's a video of a guy in a pirate suit singing the song, setting it to guitar, doing the lyrics exactly. Yeah, and the way I think, I think they. I think that Rare got a guy, commissioned him. Yeah, commissioned a guy and put him on a beach. So and awesome! It. It's and so so, it's, yeah. so Rare actually went and got a guy and took him out on a beach and like made a little music video singing Xander's song and tweeted it out. Uh, and maybe uh, Tiger, if you got it to play, because I don't. Hey, Tiger, yeah, well, can but, you play? But, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Let me say something. Can you play the original Xander version and then play the cover version? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, sure, before I, you do uh, it, I, I, I do want to say this now. Now, 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 we've talked a lot of games on this show. Yeah. Uh, we've had a lot of guests on this show. And the game, this game that we're talking about for the non-gamers is, like, becoming, like, the current Zelda of games. A lot of people are playing this game now. This is, like, the, the big, this is the, the big Ricky Martin game. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the, the, this is it's big a pretty shit. high profile game. Yeah, it's, it's a big uh, shit right here. The original. I got the original right here, Circle. Play the whole thing, Tiger. This is so awesome. I, Matt, dude, I love this. Okay, so yeah, I play the original good. and then play the, the new one. Play the play the original, we'll comment, and then we'll play the the one that Rare did. Alright, so, so here give, we go. give us time to talk in between. Alright, so here we go. So this is Sanders, this is the original. Skeleton crowd, this the evil guy, and know your dirt. But just don't fight people or, or even kill them. Oh, skeleton crowd, skeleton crowd, don't even kill people. That's awesome. That is a bad thing, thing to do. But you just gotta stop it. Oh, skeleton cloud. You're just an evil guy. That's me in the background trying to. And I you're a jerk. So you're a bad guy. And I don't like you. So stop being bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just stop. Being a bad girl. 
So the swishing behind him is uh, the video. It's a uh, it's just a video of uh, the skeleton that's cloud. The, that's the ocean thought. sound in the yeah. game behind. Yeah, that. yeah. So that that came out a uh, week and a half and, uh, ago. And uh, that, I think that song. I think there's a lot to be learned. That, uh, that song, you know, it's a. Uh, I'm, you're a bad guy, and I don't like you. So stop being bad. I think that's a message. You know, we can all like, like don't kill people. Yeah, it's, it's we can all learn that in this in these these Trumpian days of Trump. It's also it's a timely message. It's, it crosses all borders, <laughs> crosses and, all languages uh, and borders, and uh, we should probably could probably uh, like it's like a like a letter written by Carl Grimes. It can bring people <laughs> together. I mean, it also touches on some issues with the game itself. I mean. A lot of griefing going on in the game. Yes, yes, it's a, it's the griefiest, uh, trolliest, most toxic game ever made, and uh, it's nice to have some moment of, of to, to catch a breath. Yeah. So this, so then uh, we wake up, uh, and Ted uh, messaged me and said, you know, Rare has tweeted this out again, which by itself was like, fucking hey, that's awesome, getting yeah. more attention. And then this music video pops up onto the, the social media scene, and it, it's now like, and it's like, it's getting tens of thousands of views as we. And it's a guy stuff. in a full, it's a guy in a full blown pirate costume on a beach. <laughs> so play this one, Tarkal. Yeah. Ahoy there, it's Nails of the world famous Skullduggers Pirate Band, and I've got a treat for your ears. You see, it's come to our attention that a boy named Xander has been composing original music while playing Sea of Thieves. Now, this boy's only five years old, but his musical compositions evoke the feelings of Mendelssohn and Beanland and just a wee bit of Blackbeard. So without further ado, here's his original work, O Skeleton Cloud. <laughs> Skeleton cloud, you're just an evil guy, and I know you're a jerk, but just don't fight people, or even kill them. <laughs> I like his touch, by the oh, way. Oh, skeleton cloud, skeleton cloud, don't even kill people, that is a bad thing for Just an evil guy, but I know you're a jerk, so you're a bad guy, and I don't like you, so stop being bad, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh stop being a bad guy, thanks Xander. <laughs> And I'll see you on the Sea of Thieves. Epic, man. That's uh, the greatest thing to happen uh, ever. I, I and, love that he actually said thing, thing twice, just like Xander did. Thing, thing to do. Yeah, I, I love that touch. Uh, it's just such a nice thing to do. And I love the way he kind of filled in a few of the blanks lyrically. It's just so cool. And then so as soon as Xander came home, I showed him. Um, uh, he was, I think, I, I don't think he understands, like, because in his like limited life so far like he doesn't know that that kind of stuff is rare right like he doesn't know that games don't just make songs about you if you play them enough times so maybe in his head it's like oh this is just normal if i play long enough people will make songs i, I, I haven't seen the, the official rare twitter tweeting out uh <laughs> other people's songs so i don't know yeah Pretty so uh, no it was uh, it was fantastic to see and uh 
deserved time in the spotlight. Thank you, Ted, for me a video that got the attention. I, I'm the captain. Matt, Matt, you're raising your competition, buddy, and you're losing. I'm I just know, saying, man. Xander's, Xander's killing it, man. It's Pretty soon, it. Xander's going to be like, Xander's going to be getting all these like little little voice roles. He's like, fuck, are you a dad? I'm the, I'm, <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> I'm the captain. Look at me. Can you I'm invite me? Captain. Can I come along to your uh, voicing no. at Rockstar? No. But, 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 but for the new zombies, what, we, we, we're always getting new listeners. And for the new listeners out there, Matt was actually like the voice of Xbox Canada on, on some commercials. Matt's done like like big toy commercials. You, uh, you just done were the lead voice in, in a huge video game. And, you know, and, and Matt does that stuff. And Matt also writes for Guinness Book of World Records, Games Edition. So Matt does a lot for the gaming industry. So to see your son... Yeah. This video take like is awesome, man. It is is yeah. is beyond and more than awesome, dude. And it's fantastic. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I my would. Hope, my hope now is that they actually put a Easter egg to him in the game. That'd be pretty great because they do that for special people. They put the Easter eggs. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a few people on Twitter go put an Easter egg to the eater, and they have like his name carved on a rock somewhere in the game or something. Yeah, I think that would so be awesome. Did, did he just come up with that? I mean, because kids do. The, the most creative things off the top of their heads. Th- yeah, that's like why I had that. to record it. Because if I asked him to do it again, he wouldn't have remembered those lyrics. But he was singing it, and I'm like, can you try saying that again? And I just like got at the little recorded thing on my phone. and uh, Yeah. yeah. You're so, a guy. Um, I don't like you. Dude, I would document everything, man, just for when he gets older and really understands what's going on. Because you know, he, he was like a lot of the lead voices in, in the combat kids. Well, right. Hey, and what's gonna be funny is is in thirty. I like said thirty five years from now, like, <laughs> hey Xander, Xander, play Bradford, get your ass in here. What? <laughs> he's that he's that guy that was famous for that the uh, skeleton clown song like thirty years ago. <laughs> don't make me do it again. Don't make me do please it. Please, right. please don't make me do it. Come on, hey, sing, Mr. It. sing it, Mr. Nuts. Sing it, Numb Nuts. Do it again. <laughs> hey, skeleton clown kid, uh, sing the song. Hey, hey, big tuna, get your ass in here. <laughs> hey, skeleton Fuck. clown, get your ass in here. Matt, have you ever thought of getting? Yeah, because. I don't want to. Like, like whenever my daughter was younger, everybody would tell me, "Hey, you know, she really needs to be in modeling. She, she, she would be good at this." And I was, and I was like, "No, you know, that that's that, that's my girl." And I and I should have done stuff when she was younger. But have you ever thought about show business? Like, like, no. like Andrew, he has the cutest face life. and smile, <laughs> the curls in his hair. I mean, he, he's. I, I think he's got what it takes. You know what I mean? For, for, right, first, first of all, I appreciate that. Um. No, that's really easy to say. I just – it's his deci- – if he ever shows interest in that maybe, but I don't know. I don't think showbiz is a great uh, – Hey, Harvey Weinstein's gone. He can't hurt anyone any, anymore, Sean. It's, or Matt, it's time like, to strike. It's true. It is a post-Weinstein. It's a post-Weinstein. There's Canada. always you, – you guys could come up with a, a, a new 2018 uh, – yeah. you, you can't do that on television. Oh, Maybe. Maybe oh, a, a oh, new Mr. Wizard's World. You and, Xander and Xander. A, you and Xander could have a new hee-haw where you rise out of the cornfield and tell jokes. Ooh, Strange yeah, Brew, like, Ted. Strange Brew. Xander and – yeah, that would be good. Strange Brew. <laughs> what show was that from? Strange Brew is uh, – um, oh, uh, those two stoner guys. Oh, Strange Brew. Uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, it was Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm happy for you guys. Thanks, um, brother. We're happy you're safe and not killed. Yeah, man, dude. It, it was safe. There, there's a reason, but we're safe, and it, it was all good, man. 
yep. we return. Uh, next week, like I said, we, we may end up recording uh, for the live listeners and all. And we'll, we'll post on all the social medias if we do it directly after the finale. Like I said, I may have to leave. Uh, you know, and, and I would stall my trip, uh, if we can't do it Sunday night so I can do it Monday, you know, cause I don't want to miss the finale, but Tiger Sunday night would be really sweet if we could zoom in and, and do literally do a hardcore, you know, 30, 40 minutes on this finale and, uh, just kind of do like a special show. But, but guys, you know, I guess we get to the wrap. I saw so. a movie. No, show. no. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we do. I don't want to talk about a movie. So talk about yours first and I'll talk about mine, Ted. I saw a uh, I saw a film uh, starring Jim from The Office, Big Tuna, as I just mentioned, Big Tuna, and it's called A Quiet Place. Now, A Quiet Place stars John Krasinski, and it was directed by him, and it stars him and his wife Emily Blunt, who is the new Mary Poppins, and it is about a future world where everything's awful, and there's something out there and if it you and it hunts through sound and it can hear it's like hypersensitive hearing and if it hear if you drop a dime a mile away it'll hear it and it'll come and it'll just tear you to pieces so john krasinski and his family and he has two or three kids are having to live in complete silence they can't make a peep okay not even like not even like feet on a floor type people like i'm talking like i mean they have sand they like have sand trails everywhere and they walk barefoot and they have to walk on these sand trails to keep like gr- you know the sound of grass from crunching and it's ridiculous okay. um and it, it it's it is an extraordinarily I, I, the way i described it is if you remember the first mission impossible movie there's that amazing scene where tom cruise lowers into the white room and right. he can't make a sound and, he right. can't, and, and remember how the whole – I remember seeing that when I was a kid in the theater or however old I was, and the whole theater kind of got dead silent. Like you, you were just – like you felt you were there. That's how or this paranormal entire, activity. Yeah. Yeah, dead silence. And that's how this whole movie is. Like you were in the theater. I've never heard of it as this theater was where the – because the movie will go like the first 20 minutes of the movie, there is not a sound. Yeah. It is like you're, it's like you're watching a movie with the sound turned off. Because all you'll hear is birds chirping and little things, but I mean, and then when a sound finally does happen, you know, it's it's so like sort of shocking to hear a sound finally because it lulls you into this silence for twenty minutes, right. you know. Um, but I I thought it was great. I thought it was. I don't want to spoil anything about it, but it's it's a very intense movie. It's it's not scary. It's just you spend the whole movie like. You start sort of subconsciously start playing. So it's all actually all. quiet all the way through it. Yeah, and yeah. It? There's like hardly any dialogue because they they speak with sign language, and okay. you have to read and the sign language. So is the girl really deaf in real life? Yeah, and that's kind of how they explain away why would this whole family know sign language? Well, they they kind of lucked out. They had a, well, they had a deaf daughter, and I'm just saying they lucked in out. In real life, that, right? It's deaf in real life, but that's how they all know sign language, and that's how they all communicate with each other, and. Um, it, I mean, yes, it is. It is. is it subtitled it, with sign language. Or? Yeah, it's subtitled, and there's parts where they do speak, where they find places like. Uh, there's a scene where they find a waterfall, and they're like, "If we go behind the waterfall, we can whisper to each other." Because oh, cool. the you know things like that. Um, yeah. But uh, for the most part, there's barely any dialogue. It's all sign language, and. Now, 
when we went to the movie the other day, Ted, we, we, we went to see a movie that Ashton and I saw, and we started to go see A Quiet Place, and we, we didn't, and then you posted in our, in our semi-secret chat, where we allow a couple other people in our chat, this video of Chris Pratt talking about this movie. Yeah, Chris and, Pratt. And he was blown away by it, and he's like, he's like you know, he usually don't comment like this, but he's like, you know what, stop what you're doing right now. Yeah. I'm absolutely blown away. Go see this movie. No matter what anybody tells you about it, go see this movie. And he was flipping out about this movie. He said, he said, he said it was ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And he's like, there's a reason it was ninety-seven percent. He's like, this movie is the shit. This is the movie. Yeah. Well, he's also like, I think him and Chris John Krasinski are like buddies too. <laughs> there's like a lot of pictures of them like buddying up. So uh, I've heard nothing bad about it. No, it's great. It's I, I, I have no complaint. If I had to have any complaint about it, it'd be that I, I'm not a big fan of overuse of CGI. I, I just kind of think CGI monsters are not that scary. You know, when you see them, they look – they have that uncanny valley thing where they just don't mm-hmm. quite look right. You it's know, and, jump. Well, it's a, it's a very jump-scary movie. Uh, but the creatures in the movie are, are CGI, and sometimes you, when you get a real good look at them, they are kind of, eh, that looks a little – yeah, not great, but mm-hmm. that's my only complaint. But it's right. it's one of the jump scariest movies because again, it'll be twenty minutes of dead silence and then boom. Yeah, yeah, it happens. So like is, Stephen King also so liked the, the movie dark- too. Yeah. So is is the darkness of the theater a plus? Like like oh yeah. Like, all right. Well, let me ask you: silver screen prices, dollar house prices, Redbox or HBO? Is I, it I worth think, eighty bucks going to see it? Uh, the dollar house. If you would just say full price ticket, I'd say yes, full, but you have you have price, to buy yeah. five tickets, so that's a lot. Or, like me and Ashton may go see it tomorrow night. Should we go see it or should we wait for the dollar house? I'd say go see it. it man, get, right. in a, get in a packed theater. It's better in a packed theater. Yeah, it sounds like the experience of just everyone being as silent as possible is kind of neat as well. And some guy's cell phone went off in the movie during the silence, and I thought I could not tell. I was like, is that in the movie or is that? Because I thought like yeah. for a second, I was like, I didn't know if that was in the movie or in the theater. Yeah, but then I thought, well, nobody has cell phones. This is one of those future worlds where there's no power and everything's terrible. So wait, now, do they like try to have sex and have to be as quiet as possible? Uh, they uh, they never show a scene like that. But um, I will. This I don't think it's there's a spoiler because it's kind of in the trailer. Uh, Emily spoiler. Blunt, Emily Blunt is pregnant. Oh no! And imagine imagine having to go through some some of the things that come with being pregnant and not make a peep. Oh shit! Yeah, would it, be, would it be easy? Would it? So you'll Gassy. see. Cassie. In fact, the, yeah, the poster, <laughs> for the, the poster for the movie is literally. That's why I'm not going to consider it. It's literally Emily Blunt, like in labor, like holding her mouth, and you see a monster like coming through the doorway, and she's like trying not to make a sound. That's cool. It's, it's, Are there any twists, or is it fairly straightforward? There's no twists at all. It is just. It is exactly what it is. It's just. Certain, oh, okay. Don't make a sound. If we do, we all die. Okay. And then the ending. You kind of wonder how does how does a movie like that end? Well, the ending kind of you'll you'll have to see. How do you end a movie like that? Where could it possibly? Well, like they're in Whoville. Pom 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 pom. Do they go to the loud place where if they they're yeah, silent yeah. they die? <laughs> yeah, it, it's like that Twilight Zone where the girl uh, <laughs> dreamed she was in like the the world was burning up, and then right. she woke up and everything was freezing and she was in paradise because it was it was like a frozen wasteland. It's uh, if you remember that classic episode it was a great one. Uh, it's the same thing here. It's all a dream. It's, so, it's just so wake up in a rock like, concert. It turns up and it's just like a de- it's just like Rob a Rob Zombie concert. And they're like, yes. <laughs> so it's just a dad at a Rob Zombie. Dad, Sorry. Dude, Say what? Said, 
Doom Plague says in chat, yeah, the whole premise of this movie is nonsense. Oh, it is. But what premise of any movie is not nonsense? How's the movie nonsense? <laughs> Being well, gonna- mon- monsters that make noise, monsters that feed on noise and you can't make a sound. For, for what it set out to do, I thought it did it pretty pretty damn well. I like Tremors, right? Tremors yeah, was a good movie. Like Tremors, Same Tremors. premise. It wasn't nonsense. I thought it was good. They, you know, they, 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 uh, vibrations. I think if you're going to watch any movie about big monstrous nonsense, you can't say it's nonsense. Of course, it's nonsense. The Walking uh. Dead is total nonsense. <laughs> God, Rampage is coming out this on, weekend. On I don't know if that's that movie. That's got a giant crocodile fighting a giant wolf with wings. That is fucking nonsense. <laughs> Regardless, nonsense. I'm still going to see that one. No, really. Well, I mean, I, I think <laughs> giant monster, really, move, a giant monster movie. No, that's a true oh. nonsense movie. But a good nonsense. Can it be good? Can Rampage yeah, be good a good non- movie? Good nonsense. You know, I think it'd be a good, like theater movie just to kill two I'll hours. I'll movie past that shit and go see it. Yeah. And also, they got the trailer for Meg just came out, which is about a it's Jason Statham movie with Rain Wilson and Jason Statham, and it's about a megalodon. And I, I was kind of, you know, know it's already killed my hype, and this sounds petty, but I was excited about a giant shark movie coming to theaters, and then the poster came out, and on the poster, the catchphrase... What is it called? Meg, as in Megalodon. And on the poster, the catchphrase is, pleased to eat you. <laughs> and when I saw the catchphrase, I immediately, like, I swear my interest in the film dropped, like, 90%. This could be, like... Um, uh, a Sharknado type movie though it might be but the next what, Sharknado why do you gotta have such a fucking horrible catchphrase on the poster <laughs> oh my god who who came it's oh my god it's so dumb I think it's brilliant wait wait, wait which one what, what, the, I typed in Meg poster there's tons what, what uh, is it like is it a fin or is it it's an overhead a silhouette of a mouth and a whole boat well I would tell you let's see <laughs> let me see it's, well there's uh, one the, that's that's all 2017. It's an overhead shot of a giant ass shark and a bunch of people swimming in the ocean, and it says "pleased to eat you." You know, not pleased to meet you, but pleased to eat you. That's what they did. You get it, Matt? Oh shit! Yeah, I, I yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I was like, now it makes sense you. now. Why would? They... Why can I not find it? It's all like Jaws. Or it'll show a guy surfing in a silhouette of a shark. I'll, uh, I'll, a, I'll there's find a boat. It. I'll, find it. I'll, I'll find it and tweet it to you, Sean. I'll find it. Find it for me, Dad. Everyone stay calm. Find the wrong damn shark. What the fuck's going on with Megalodon? Everyone, please, please, God, stay calm. I'm going to I'm gonna retweet it. Is oh, my God. Alton in this? oh, my God, Ted. No. What? I spent oh. this entire episode doing... A bounty. Oh, God. Oh, God. You've been playing the game the whole episode? Uh, a lot of the episode. Uh, I had 12 skulls on my ship, and my game just froze right when I was at the outpost. Well, that's what you get for playing a game that wasn't ready to come out there. Uh, that's Matt. it. I'm seeing oh, eight, eight pictures me? of Meg. Is any of those it? And our super I tweeted you the damn picture. Calm down. I tweeted it. I sent you eight pictures, and not one's alike, but not one is right. That none of those are it. None of none them. None of those are it. Meg. 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 Ted, no, 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 no. I'm on my way, buddy. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not looking at yours yet. 
The fourth picture with the yellow words, it's the uh, the second one on the right side is the correct one. It says, see that? See the second line? There's a white. Is it a comedy? I don't know. It's got Jason Statham. That can't be it. That's the dumbest one. That's the poster. <laughs> see, it says, please to eat you down at the bottom. Thing. Poking me. You're fooling me, right? That's a silly one. Look at all the other make posters. <laughs> Guys, I love doing zombie cast with you guys. It's always fun every week, man. I missed you guys last week. I really did. Yeah, I guess it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. So mad. I, oh, I was just catching When are you going to join VGO every week, Matt? I like, I like the weeks when you're on. I, I need my time. My time's precious. I, I mean, don't let, don't leave us, but, but I do enjoy you listening to you, not on zombie cast. So, yeah. That's I wish cool. he was on VGO every week. But I know what you're saying about Tom. Tom I, I enjoy no, I, I enjoy VGO. I just uh two two nights every week is too much for me. I need uh I don't have too much free time these days. I agree, man. It's tight yeah. for me too. Yeah. I almost wish I would do my other show like once a month. Just quit it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Knuckleball Radio and I have no problems with it, but uh that I, it almost needs to be every other week, uh, just just for topics and stuff. But ZombieCast will always be a weekly show. But I love you guys, and I always like doing it. And I hope you and Ted uh, love me back. I hope I, hope I was yeah. missed last week. Sorry week. about your skulls, uh, Sean. Matt, twelve skulls, you say? I literally it was one of it. It was four islands. Uh, it, it's like, uh, games, games buggy as hell, man. You got to get Xander to uh, sing a song about sing a song. the bugs. I, I know we're joking, but this is upsetting. I was about to like rank up hardcore. I had a, like, uh, I found a. You need to, We need to get a night and go sailing together again. It's been a while. Yeah, I miss that. I'm Matt, so I'm telling you, epic gold. My kids watch. My kids watch so many YouTube videos. It's nuts, and usually. It's the videos that you're like, why are they watching that? Like it'll be like, like there'll be a family that's famous because they they go on trips and film it. And my, and my kids love those. But if you done Xander sings and just start off with like the one video, and then the next, I'm telling you, dude, he's saying something to have a uh, hundred million followers. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying million. But I'm saying YouTube celebrities. You'd be the Ted, biggest YouTuber. You'd, you'd, you'd have double Pootie Pies numbers of that, uh, Matt. But but what I'm saying, Ted, you get you get millions upon millions upon millions of views yes. on yours. But but, but it's simple little ones that always go just bonkers. Things like Xander singing. You know what I'm saying? It, it's the stuff, the simplest stuff that just yeah. k- takes off on YouTube. Matt, dude, I, I think you've got. Uh, I, I do want to see the Matt McDyer. I'll be the cameraman or something. I want to see the Matt McDyer YouTube with you reading spooky stories. I'll draw you a little picture, a little logo. Yeah, that's in the works. I'm uh, you should take that idea seriously. And you got to do. Because I don't think that would take a ton of work. It would not take a ton of work to do either, I don't think. So, I mean, just record little five minute stories, put some spooky music to it. You get a little graphic and you upload it. So, the hot. No, I'm I'm looking into it for sure. I like it. I'll draw you a little Madame McDie like a skull wearing glasses. but I, I do want to talk one second about a movie. My kids went to see a movie the night it came out. We went to see it when we were on vacation. We had a rainy day, and it's, my mind just went blank, but it's a movie about the Oasis. What movie is that? Uh, oh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Absolutely loved it. Knew nothing about it. I just knew uh, I'm a Steven Spielberg fan, and the more 
type stuff he does like this. I know that the book was hyped, and people tell me, you know, that, that the movie does not compare it to the book. Uh, so it, they say it was good that I saw the movie without reading the book because that scene, the book that wins was- it over a bit. But I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. It was kind of cheesy, out of the Oasis. It, it kind of had that Nickelodeon look for me. The whole <laughs> grain of film was 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 not right for the film, but absolutely loved it. A lot of stuff my kids didn't get, but a lot of stuff my kids got, I didn't get. But have you, have you or Ted seen this movie? I saw it. Ted has. I was supposed to. Now, but, I, Ted, this is this is almost like your your, your cup of tea. Like like, and the thing that, that was so spot on about this movie is something that me and Ted have talked about. The one horror scene of all horror scenes, like you can have The Exorcist, you can have Jaws, you can have all these movies. But one scene that all of us during the 80s generation thought was a scary part, one that's never mentioned, you never hear people talking about it, but I can bring it up and everybody's like, oh yeah, that scene right there scared the fuck out of me. And it was the shower scene in The Shining. And for them to take that scene, that one scene that me and you talked about here, to take that one scene and put it in Ready Player One and that be a whole... Spill in the movie, the naked woman that turns into the the old woman. Yeah, that's what's kind of funny. There were things that sparked us and our generation. Ted really sparked the world. There there were guys talking about what's weird is how that's like. I saw and I was like, holy shit! There and I don't know what's going on. There's a whole scene that where they're inside The Shining. There's a whole scene where they're inside The Shining, and they actually have scenes lifted directly from The Shining, like blood coming out of the elevator, and you and, yeah. the, and the lady in the in the tub. Very you kinda, oh, scenes. And what doesn't and what doesn't make sense is that. Hang on a second. What's this? Being? Call nine one one, Matt. Call nine one one. I'm on it. I'm on it right now. Nine one one. Some weird ass beeping. Okay, did you flatline? Yeah, there was some weird beeping somewhere. Did y'all hear that? Yeah, yeah. I heard. It. Okay, anyway, what I was saying is how you can have a PG-rated movie, but you can lift a sequence out of a hard R-rated movie that's just as violent. It's the same exact scene. It's violent. It has the rotten old lady. It has yeah. the blood in the elevators. And you can stick it in a PG movie, but it's not rated the same way it would be. Wait, is she also like old lady wrinkle boobs? Yeah. yeah that's really? Like yeah. They show this old wrinkly naked lady, but I don't think they show her. But it's the same. And then she's – there's an it's a scary-ass – Play on yeah. the shining that is out of the place and the twins and but, the and the gallons of blood coming out of the elevator and how, it's weird how they can lift that out of a movie put it in here and it it's like it doesn't affect the rating at all even though that was like R rated stuff but, in the shining. Yeah. But you know what we're talking about, right, Matt? You know exactly the scene that we're talking about. But when you're watching this movie, right, and you see the axe coming and you see the twins, then all of a sudden it's like everything's like like like, like almost like a time or like and he's standing in a room. And there's a, a bathtub with a, a blue shower curtain. You, you watch it and you're like, holy shit. You, you know, everybody knows this scene, but they never talk about it. And they pick that scene to go in this? Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. Wait, which, is, which is a pretty, which is basically a really kid-friendly mind, movie. And they threw that scene in this movie. And a kid, it's a very kid-friendly movie with this horrible scene from The Shining just in the middle of it. It's kind of bizarre. Probably because back in the 80s, that was hard R, but to, in, for today's standards, 
that's probably PG thirteen right there for today's standards. Now, now what I want to do at work this week. Now, anybody that don't want to buy audiobooks, they all there's always free audiobooks on YouTube. So I have unlimited data. So a lot of times there'll be like twelve chapters on YouTube. So I'm going to listen to the audiobook this week. The complaints that I heard, you know, Ashton was watching videos, and then people that I personally know that was kind of upset about it was in the book. There's a whole segment to where they play Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which we only got, spoiler alert, the Holy Hand Grenade. Uh, to where they're like, oh, try they, this, the Holy Hand in, Grenade. In and, the, but I heard in the book, it, there's a lot of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. The, the, awesome. in, in the book, there's also a Dude, a it's part. an amazing movie, man. The, in the book, there's yeah, a I know, part. Yeah, I know. I'm hoping to see it pretty soon. There's, in the book, in the book there's Xander a part. Uh, that, show, oh, let's hey, let talk. In the book, there's a part where they reenact right. the movie War Games. Yeah, right. in the book there is. Yeah. Yeah, I never saw any of that. My, I think my only in the book, my only major complaints was that I was looking forward to all the references, and the references are so quick. Like the, you pretty much saw them. Like in the trailer, you see like the Halo Spartans come charging in, and I thought there's gonna be a scene with fucking Halo Spartans, and it literally what you saw in the trailer, like this one. Two second shot of the is that's all you see in the movie as well, and the same with like Freddy Krueger comes jumping in in the trailer and gets blown up. Yeah, that's all it is in the movies. That him jumping in, it's like you don't see. So, so a lot of the things. The trailer was like the first five minutes. I believe we saw movie. Jason in one scene as well. I don't know. I yeah, don't you do where. see Jason for like a split second. It, it was like the Imagination Land episode of South Park. You know what I'm saying? That's how it kind of felt. But I mean, they one of the biggest ones they had Goro from Mortal Kombat. Had like a major part in one scene. Oh yeah, and then he was eating, walking around the, the big. Then Gundam. And yeah, yeah. Goro shows up. Had, yeah, Goro shows up, and then it follows uh, another reference. After, yeah, and that, that leads scene. to another reference, and then and then see, they had Gundam, which I'm not that familiar with. One thing that part. I missed, what, what which I was kind of confused about, but I kind of caught on was a spoiler alert, and it's nothing to spoil the movie. I'm just saying it ahead of time. Was I went to get popcorn and I didn't realize that the one older gentleman was like Veruca Salt's dad in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Tori, you know, where he would have a whole room of people trying to win the Oasis. You know, he was like oh, a yeah, rich yeah. guy wanting the power. And I didn't realize. You remember how Veruca Salt dad just had a room full of people opening chocolate bars to get the yeah. golden ticket. Tori, he's like, I will have it. I have the money. And I did. I didn't realize. The, I missed that whole, part to where he was just wanting to win it to kind of destroy it. The whole the whole movie is. I mean, spoilers, I didn't read the book. The huh? Please don't give away too what? many spoilers. By the way, no, 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 no. no. I'm Matt. Yeah. You, you, I mean, as a family, go see it, man. Zan, I mean, I, 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 I'm, Zan, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say they have spoilers. I'm just gonna yeah. say that that the movie is almost exactly the same plot as Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's like the exact same story. And you know that five minutes in, but Matt. I, PG thirteen man, and like Ashley says, I think there it's not was not a lack of wanting to see it; it's a lack of being able to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but and true, there was, there was, uh, Ashley said there was uh, one fuck as well. Oh, that's fine. You're allowed one fuck and a finger diddle. Hey Matt, yeah. uh, if you have a if it's you have a choice, see a quiet place. See a quiet place. If you have a choice, see a quiet place. I don't know. It's I really a, want to see a, Ready Player One in theaters. A, a Quiet Place is a better movie. Than Would you see him in the trailer, the Chucky scene? I'm not going to say nothing, but the way that the Chucky scene went from the Oasis to real life, and it, we, everything went red, made me then, laugh because it was like red. And, and then you hear, <laughs> and then you hear the one f bomb. It's fucking Chucky. Yeah. Tiger, yeah. your mother know you're cussing. 
Yeah, you're gonna get in trouble, son. But Does Matt, your mom know you watch Chucky it, movies? Dude. Does your mom know you watch those Chucky movies? My mom does. I don't watch any She's of those movies. And the thing about it, Matt, is like you could take Xander to see it, and it's just simple fun. There's not a lot of politics. It's just minus the whole it, shining it, scene. Yeah, it's just and that. the shining's not even really bad. Oh, elevator blood <laughs> pouring <laughs> down the hall, and they're scary twins. Oh, it just don't it axe, just don't axe people. <laughs> but I think you would have to go frame by frame to see everything, because in, in some of those scenes, like when the people are dancing, floating, I bet you that there's 25 references there, but it's just the blink of an eye that you see it. Yeah, you you would have to watch it frame by frame, dude. I bet you there's twenty five thousand references in that. So, well, somebody on the internet will do that, so we don't have to. Yeah, all the I, th- I think right we're there. close to the Oasis, man. Closer than closer than farther away. I think I think there's a lot of truth to that for long. That and the Matrix and that whole spiel of things. Almost, what was what was the movie with Tom Cruise? The, it was kind of like this movie, to where uh, like, like the guy would be with uh, a naked woman, and then the other guy. Was, okay. No. Minority Report. Minority Report. And remember, they would put on the the the, the goggles, and the guy would just have people tell him, "Hey, man, you're the man. You're the man. No, you're the man. You're the man." And then oh, the yeah. other guy was strippers and porn stars and stuff like that. But I, I don't oh, think yeah. we're too far away from that whole. Minority Report or you know, uh, yeah. Oasis. You know, Anyways, let's think, wrap this up. Good movie. You know about yep. the Oasis, the, yep. the CGI in, in the movie? A lot of people in the past used to complain a lot about bad CGI in a lot of movies. And with Ready Player One, it it's to its benefit because the Oasis is just a computer-generated world that's supposed to be uncanny value. Yeah. Now, I, I have one question and we'll end it. What, was, his, was his character... Somebody famous, yeah. Everybody was like, was like the Iron Giant. Nah, I think him and the main Gundam girl, or, him and the what, main what, girl, and his butt. The other, the black avatars. They were just yeah avatars. Because I, I was like, I don't know if this is Final Fantasy. Yeah, I was like, maybe it's Final Fantasy because he had tattoos and stuff and the the yeah. blonde hair. But, but yeah, let's get to the wrap up show. Matt, go see it. Take Xander. Leave the wife home. It's, it'd be a good father and son movie, and then go back and take mommy to see it because Ashton told me. You really need to see it twice because you, you're so mind blown just by the visuals the first time. The second time, you can kind of be like, all right, let's look for things. Uh, but let's get to the wrap-up show. Matt, Ted, I love you guys. Tiger, I love you, man. Thank you for always producing the show down there in Miami to the big headquarters over in Los Angeles. So the All Games Radio Network. But Mr. Tedekin, where can people find you? Tedekin on everything. Skeleton cloud. Spell Tadakan. T-E-D-A-K-I-N. On Twitter, Xbox, everything. Yeah. I hate listening to a podcast and them be like, like Black Dog 7, and I look for Black Dog 7 everywhere, but it was B-L-K-D-O-G 7. So Tadakan, T-E-D-A-K-I-N. Matt, where can people find you? Uh, at Metal McFly, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y. Now do that in uh, American English. (laughs) Oh, I can't do that accent. Oh, also on uh, No Sleep and Video Game Outsiders. Yeah. No Sleep Podcast, man. It's killing it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. My Xbox One Gamer Tag is FreemanDaddy7. And please follow. I love DJing, playing music, uh, and business is, is starting to, to boom for me. You know, 
Uh, I was hired. We got two big top radio stations here uh, where I live in Greensboro, North Carolina, Rock 92, and the two guys named Chris Show, and then 107.5 WKZL. Both have hired me for the Cinco de Mayo Big Bash. Uh, for you know, for those two big radio stations to hire DJ Freeman is kind of mind blowing on the local level for me. So, uh, but Facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy, uh, and that's I'm DJ Freeman, uh, Sean Freeman. But Facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy, and add me on Facebook, Sean Freeman, S H A W N F R E E M A N. I'm the guy in the blue Z Zombie Cast shirt and uh, the long hippie hair, but uh, Fun show, man. And I missed you guys last week. And hopefully uh, we, we can do one right after. Next week, Tiger, you are the Lord, Creator, Master, if we can or not. But on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Tedekin, Matty McFly, and myself, yeah. Daddy Five, we go episode 294 of ZombieCast. A total wrap. 300 is approaching. 300 episodes. That's yeah. good. A lot of people said I'd never make it past <laughs> 13 episodes, and here we are. Approaching 300. So Holy thank you guys. shit balls. Yeah. There we go. But good night, zombies. Night. Hey, guys. Bye. Fun show, guys. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> I'll go edit the show and get it up. You guys are awesome, man. <laughs>